He was one of those civilized individuals who did not insist upon agreement with his political principles as a precondition for conversation or friendship. People around here don't care about DACA. They don't care about Me Too, I'm Black Too, or transgender bathrooms. Period. A trade war with China? Bring it on. Most people in western Pennsylvania support it. They've been blaming the Chinese for stealing their jobs for 40 years. Democrats used to fight for this stuff. Welcome once again to the Live Mike Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Romai. And these are Romai Ramblings. In the world of President Donald J. Trump, it's never show me the evidence. It's always show me the money. That's who he is. That's how he operates. Since day one into the investigation into the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, evidence has pointed in Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's direction. And even though members of his security team and a new CIA report assessed with high confidence of the Saudi leader's role, President Trump continues to be skeptical. In Trump world, money is more important than relationships. And the president asserted early on that this killing should not interfere with multi-billion dollar military purchases and investments in U.S. companies the Saudis were ready to make. But that alone wouldn't make 45 the first American leader to roll over for the Saudi leaders. Don't forget, it was 11 Saudis out of 15 hijackers who flew planes into buildings killing Americans on September 11, 2001. And what did we do about that? We went to war in Iraq and Afghanistan. How is a person awarded a Presidential Medal of Freedom? When President Harry Truman began to give the awards in 1945, it was for civilians who assisted during the war effort after World War II, typically meant for civilians who have or done significant service. It is the highest civilian award that exists in America. This year, President Trump is giving an award to Miriam Adelson, wife of billionaire philanthropist Sheldon Adelson, noted for giving millions of dollars to Republican campaigns during the 2018 midterm election cycle. You can't make this stuff up. Wildfires, flooding, mudslides, subsidence. All that's missing is the locusts. Still don't believe in climate change? Better look outside of that bubble you've been living in. Cashiers who help customers at the new self-checkout lines in the supermarket are training customers to take over their jobs. McDonald's has refurbished their stores to do the same thing with handy-dandy kiosks. These employees don't have any choice, but consumers can object by not using them. We keep talking about eliminating workers. Where are these low-skilled, low-paid workers going to go next? Something to think about the next time you flash your Advantage card. Advantage goes to the corporate boss. And the shepherd shall guide his flock. Who do you believe? Who holds the moral high ground? I was raised a Catholic. Baptized. First Holy Communion. Confirmation. Marriage. Even raised and schooled my own children in the ways of the Lord. And all the people who raised me in the religion, who taught me the fear of God and to obey the church hierarchy... They're gone now. Oh, and they completed the requirements with the anointing of the sick and the last rites. All boxes checked for a free pass through the pearly gates. 
we pass on beliefs, call them superstitions, from one generation to the next, passing along the guilt and fears that go with it. Now, at this point, I must confess, oh yeah, that's another golden chalice you get before your first Holy Communion. At, on, or around your seventh birthday, you get to enter a dimly lit confessional and spill your guts about all your dirty deeds to the shadowy figure behind the screen, since he has the power vested in him to determine your fate. So it is here that I confess that I never really bought into this whole charade. The older I got, the less I believed. The less I believed that these men of the cloth should have so much power over the congregation's lives and thinking. But it wasn't because I thought they were weird for that celibacy role or that they were molesting the older boys, because I suspected a few of them had girls on the side and didn't confess that to anyone. My path to cynicism and suspicion had more to do with the never-ending need for money. You couldn't be a Catholic in good standing unless you dropped a satisfactory amount in the collection basket each week. And they tracked how much you contributed to the stained glass and golden dinnerware by making sure the faithful deposited their good faith gesture in self-addressed diocesan-provided envelopes. And at one point, the trick to forgiveness was to publish in the weekly bulletin just how much each congregant gave. Nothing like a little peer pressure to get the old immigrants to cough up more than a couple bucks a week to keep the heat on. This is how they kept the believers in check. Salvation at a price. Guilt for not giving and hope that your immortal soul would be saved from hell and damnation in the afterlife. After all, that's what got the wretched poor and impoverished in the old country going during plagues and potato famine. So let's move on to today's sermon. Let us pray for the children who were deceived by the church, not just the priests who laid their hands and other body parts on the innocent, but the church that kept it all secret for decades. Who do they confess to? Who is their moral authority? And why was this criminal activity allowed to continue? It continued because who are you going to believe? A 10-year-old kid? or the conduit to everything that is good and righteous in this unpredictable path to the promised land. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. What a scam. For it is Father who doles out the rewards and the punishment. Parents and, heaven knows, grandparents had a hard time believing their own flesh and blood over the holy man who dispensed the body and blood of our Lord and Savior. Christ, we are told, healed the sick, made a blind man see and a deaf man hear. So why did the church leaders turn a blind eye to the afflicted of sexual abuse and deaf ears to the cries of the children who turned to it in their moment of need, not only to save their souls, but to save their sanity? And why now do the clergy, the cardinals, the bishops, and the pope continue to deny and cover their tracks by delaying justice? Because if they can buy time, they can buy silence. The church is asking the faithful to believe that it is not the institution that did wrong, but a small percentage of sexually repressed priests, and that it would be wrong to pass judgment against them, that they needed our compassion and not our condemnation. Because they know that devout parishioners are sheep 
who will follow the forgiveness path to the pearly gates, all the while increasing their funding to help pave the road to redemption. For that is the way it is written. And so it is written, and so it shall be. Why has law enforcement taken a hands-off approach to this scandal? No pun intended. But if it were a schoolteacher, we hear about these almost monthly. If it were an accountant dipping into the collections of the church, we would have and have seen them on the 6 o'clock news being led out of the magistrate's office. So why hasn't anything been done? Why is the church protected? The bishop waged and won a very public battle to deny employees the right to cover contraceptives in the diocese health plan because it was against the church doctrine. Am I the only one who finds that a little bizarre? Think about it for a moment. An institution as revered as the Catholic Church went to court to deny an employee of the church access to health care that would have prevented an unwanted pregnancy but has a history of sexually abusing children of the faithful for decades, but kept as quiet as a cloistered nun. In the last two weeks, there were 12 more lawsuits in the Pittsburgh diocese. A delay from the Vatican on publicly addressing the crimes of the church wants parishioners to give to a special victims fund. The Catholic Church has survived centuries of upheaval and scandal. But the veil of secrecy has to be lifted, and changes must be made, or the foundation will crumble. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. God help us all. I'm Mike Romai. This is the Live Mike Podcast on the Social Voice Project. Like or rate and review on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network. 